We're moving soon. We are moving soon. How good is that? How exciting. Very, very exciting. We've actually got a house inspection today. Yep. After this, we've changed the, uh, perhaps the recording schedule of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing it uh, the night before we upload, but now we're doing it the morning before we upload. <laughs> so kind of like returning somewhat to, to the, the original, original, to the OG format. Well, it's a how we wanted it anyway. It suits us better this way anyway, because we're awake. Yeah. I'm not sleeping. Yeah. It's before I go to work, <laughs> not after I come home from work. Yeah. So it is, it's nice. Plus the, it, it should cancel out any issues I have as far as the uploading schedule, which means that I should be able to now export the video mm-hmm. after I've put it all together, uh, export it during the day. And then of a night time, I'll be able to upload it. And uh, then we'll be able to have the video available at 6, 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. alongside the audio. Yeah. So there's not going to be a delay between the audio and the video because it's currently been sort of a bit all over the place yeah. with when it's been available. So doing it this way should cancel any of those sorts of issues out. They should both be available at the same time. Brilliant. So that's the plan. Yes, we are moving. We're moving <laughs> very soon. How do you feel? Yeah, oh, it's it'll be amazing. Things continue to sort of unfold in a way that, is just incredible. You know, we need something, we identify something that is necessary for us and it just continues to sort of pop up. Like, yeah, yeah we need a dining table, for instance, and then our family friend- yeah, uh, lives down the road. Yeah, who lives down the road. I mean, you that was more so you than me. I was at work and you texted me but saying- we discussed that, like, was it the day before yesterday? And then we're just like, oh, we need a dining table. I think we just told mama. I think I just, I think we just told her and then- uh, her friend, because she's just always got stuff at her house for some reason, or her daughters really like to shop, but then they just change their mind, So, which is really great for us. Oh, it's fantastic get, for us, yeah. <laughs> because now we get a dining table. She's like, oh, I have a dining table. It's beautiful. It just needs like you just probably need to sand it back and then redo it. It's really good. Yeah. Hardwood, decent size. It looks heavy as all shit. I'm very excited to have like a sturdy table. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I saw the pictures of it. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Because our, our last dining table was – we can't use it anymore, no. but it was it was a nice table. But it was beautiful. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. it was a little bit little bit on the flimsy side. It w- it's because it was outside before we got it. It mm. was um it was in the weather, so that's probably what whittled it away. So it's got like all chips and stuff. I'm like I was kind of sick of getting splinters in my hands when I was. Yeah, it was a bit like that. Yeah, so this one is just polished, like it's just smooth across the whole thing, and it's just like two chunky legs, like the two, big long yeah. Pl- like, um, blocks of wood. Beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. no, that's really exciting. And, and yeah, yeah, just for nothing, like take it, you know. Yeah. We continue to be like, we're just, you know, we need, how's, how are we going to be able to afford this? How are we going to be able to do that? We've got a pram. We got, I need a dining table. When you're dining, I'm like, okay, well, let's keep, let's keep going. Um, we need dining chairs. Yeah. <laughs> let's get really nice dining chairs for free. <laughs> that would be really handy. Yeah. yeah. But it's, 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 it's like finding that balance between the, uh, you know, that old manifesting thing and, and what, <laughs> what's required <laughs> to actually uh, obtain it. Yeah. Because, you know, these things just, I mean, once we, I guess you could say we, we did act in such mm-hmm. a way, especially with the pram to go out and obtain it. Because we were going to buy the pram, like ourselves, we had the money there to do it. Yeah. Uh, but then obviously uh, it, we ended up having a board for us, which yeah. was just incredible. It's a gift. And, you know, this table sort of seemed to pop up out of nowhere. You texted me when I was at work and I was like, oh, wow, that's yeah. incredible. Because that's something for me. I'm like, once we move, it's all well and good. I've budgeted the money now so that we've got, we'll have a couple of hundred bucks for the moving van. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, to pay that because I think you have to buy the you have to buy the truck 
another you have to rent the truck for the day mm-hmm. which has a, a rental fee and then you've got to uh, give it back with a full tank yeah. so you've got budget enough money to be able to cover those mm-hmm. i think should be enough and then after that it's all well good to move into the home yeah. but then we've definitely there's a few things that we need to either update or actually buy entirely yeah so i when i was making paper i completely like destroyed our blenders and everything so we, we don't really have <laughs> they a weren't blender great anymore. they weren't really great anyway they were pretty garbage oh uh, one of them one of them was a good blender one of them was a good blender but i chopped all the blades up so that i made it more fit for uh pulp and cotton oh, for fuck's sake because it was one of those blenders where it's got the blades that go down yeah. and then like across and then like up like that and i cut off all the blades except for the ones that were just dead flat oh my god because uh, it was just you. the cotton would just get all tangled up in the up in all the blades, so I, I cut when them all. You get all, something so. in your head, and you need something. You literally uh, you don't care about destroying whatever it is that you're looking at. And you don't think of like what's going to happen after, like what's going to happen after that. We're not going to have a blender. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we'll have a, we'll have a paper making blender. So we'll still keep it because <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm really excited because I get to teach our kids how to make paper. Hmm? What are you going to say about that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, it's a real skill that you need in life, yeah. It's a good craft. Yes, it's absolutely. It's a fantastic it's craft. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you. That's it what is I was- an amazing process. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. So, you know what? We're not going to throw the blender out because mm-hmm. if I'm not saying ever, throw it out. I'm saying we can't use it. We can use it. This is very specific. <laughs> it's very specific. Anyway. Anyway, so we need to get things <laughs> it's like, like that. Two seconds off uh, a full blown fight. Go on. Ah, oh, no, we're nowhere I'm near joking. a fight. No. I beat you in a fight easily. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. So a dining table was another big one. So the dining table we had was all well and good, but when we moved it, and when we moved back to Buller here, we also incorporated a lot of our furniture because there wasn't a huge amount of space in order to put like things in yeah so we put what we could sort of under the house in storage but then a lot of the bigger stuff we actually had to incorporate with the existing decor Mm -hmm. so everything slotted in really nicely and it's filled the space out including what was our dining table is now the outdoor table which is really nice but yeah like you said we can't really move it but also once we take the things that are ours from the place it's going to be very empty out there our mum is going to be so happy though because she gets to renovate she's like oh redecorate so yeah that's true yeah Yeah, that's true Mm -hmm. But uh, no, so really, I'm very grateful, obviously. And yeah, our dining chairs is going to be probably the next one. Yeah. But- well, I've been thinking about it anyway. I'm like, I really don't like ours. They're pretty flimsy. If we can like give them to savers and then we'll just take new ones. Yeah. They're still I mean, in good nick, but I'm uncomfortable. I don't like them. I, lo- I love going to the op shops and getting furniture from there because there's such good pieces there for just yeah. next nothing. to nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, we bought... Our initial, our first dining table that we bought was from, I think, Savers or the from- The round one? Yeah, the round one, which out. became yeah. our podcast table. And we can't use that anymore because my plants are on it and I've been watering on top of it. Plus, I drilled a shit ton of hole. I drilled batten screws into it because that was <laughs> when I- When I made that- Of course you did. So, now we don't have a table. <laughs> we have a table that holds your a paper. No, it's a, it's still, we can still use it as an outdoor table, yeah. but I drilled the batten screws through it because I had to uh, bolster the uh, the Hollander beater that I made because to make the paper. there was no with. other way to do it. No. 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 No, well, when I, yes, when I have the idea in my head, I need to I need to service the, the needs of the moment. No, but you destroy things. Like, you yeah, put holes in them or... 
I don't, no, no, no. I don't destroy things. You do. I make them per- like specifically to suit a particular you change purpose. change their purpose. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of, instead of sort of serving multiple different yeah. purposes, they serve one purpose really well. So with the, sh- uh, you can't see, but behind me there's shelving that you put in and there was like about a hundred holes in the wall mm. just because you kept missing, <laughs> kept missing the, uh, what is it called? The, the, the bloody, bat, what are they called? Yeah, no, I don't know. God damn, I'm not a builder. Oh, you know the word. Yeah, the, the, word, the, the beams, um, the yeah, studs, the studs, studs yeah. And you just kept knocking, knocking, just trying and trying. I'm like, there are so many holes. In I'm not a handyman. I know, but just like it was so funny. I'm like, you couldn't have just like been a little bit more careful. Yeah, no, it's all right. I'll get it. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get it next time. I'll get it. Yeah, but they're up there and they are serving a purpose. It's really funny because the shelving, they're only like, gosh, I don't know, a couple of inches wide, like a wide enough to put like a row of books on. Yeah, and. Uh, there's brackets that are underneath them to support the support them. And when I was drilling into the wall to screw the brackets into it, I was only hitting plaster. So, <laughs> they were pretty much just like wobbling around because the screws didn't bite into anything. And then what I ended up doing was going, oh, fuck it. And then also with the... Where the, the wood uh, butts... Where the shelf butts into the wall, yeah. I just drilled four screws on a diagonal through the, through the, um, through the wood into the plaster and it sucked it like the plaster sucked it like into the the screw the the shelf into the into itself so that actually even though the screw's not biting into anything i don't know that diagonal diagonal <laughs> screw just it worked uh-huh. and it's holding a heap of stuff now yeah i mean there is holes absolutely all through the walls and then i ended up putting <laughs> i ended up screwing into the brackets into the plaster anyway purely for show so that if anyone's looking at it it looks like i did a proper job <laughs> I love your handy, man. Yeah. Because you learned, that's how you learn for next time, hopefully. Yeah. And then, because I also, the other reason I did it too was because obviously your, your brother, both your brothers are, are builders slash yeah. chippies and uh, I didn't want them to come in and see it. I hope they just always look over and go, oh, they're shelving there now. I hope they'd never look at how I actually did the shelving. <laughs> and then one day your brother actually did see it and he's yeah. like, Oh my god! And he told me that there's. He showed me all the different bunch of screws that you can use for plaster. Oh, that's right. And he actually that one. I don't know if you can see it. No, um, but can't. there's one in the wall, and he used. I can't believe how long that tutorial went for. It was pretty funny. It, it but was, yeah, so look, I'm not. I'm not a handyman. I, I no, can do basic are, patch jobs. You're a handyman, but not the most professional handyman. Maybe I'm a handyman, but not in a uh, not in like a. A household. You're a figure router. Yeah. Handy. Let's put it that way. Yeah. If there's a job that needs doing, I can, can or a purpose it. that needs to be served, I can figure out a way to achieve the purpose. So our um, we got a uh, was it the portable cot from yes. my sister-in-law. Yes. And uh, my one of my, my other brother, who is not a chippy, he um, <laughs> he broke it somehow, or it, it came apart somehow. And um, they haven't actually used it because it broke and it's it like done. a very it pretty vital. It's it like one because there's only four posts and that's one of the posts and yeah. you can't really The legs, just the, the leg legs. of the cart, yeah. yeah. So I, um, she said, if you can figure it out, it's good. She's like, I'm sure one of the um, one of the boys in your house. I'm like, Logan's very good at figure, figuring things out. And you did. I did. There were so many like weird, like there was a spring, there was uh, two hooks that were different shapes and um, a washer, 
Yeah. That you actually didn't need. I, I didn't know where the washer was for, so I ended up omitting the washer. <laughs> Probably matter. some integral part of the whole thing that like <laughs> gives the longevity or whatever. But I just saw One like, day the baby's going to be in there and be like, what happened? The baby's crying at the cot's just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's become like a teepee or something yeah, over the top. It's like, Mama! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, it's Tato's handiwork. <laughs> I don't know what the washer was for, but yeah, it was just I just had to load the spring yeah. on it, and uh, but you fit you figured it out, and I was pretty impressed because I was like I could I was trying to do it myself because I was like oh surely this can you know no 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 idea yeah I did but you it's nothing it's whatever it my matter. husband it was actually pretty easy oh yeah <laughs> I just needed to sit there for fifteen minutes and figure it out it first was and that was it. Longer, but yeah but it it's the idea because everything's an idea yeah like it, literally everything even this cup is an idea yeah. right. It's the the idea of a you know the, the the walls and the and the bottom of it so that you can pour stuff in the top of it and it doesn't pour. That's out. the you that's can actually the drink it. that's it the basic yeah. idea of a cup and then it has a whole different bunch of of real world manifestations so you can have a mug and you can have a cup and you can mm-hmm. have plastic made out you can have a cup made out of plastic or glass or or got anything you know mm-hmm. as long as it's serving the purpose of a cup the purpose itself is the idea yeah. as long as you can tap into the idea of how something was made well then you can reproduce it or create create the same idea in a different way. Absolutely. And that's what I do. It's just about tapping into the idea and that's all you've got to do. Yeah. And if it serves the purpose or if it if it uh, serves the idea, well, then there you go. It's, it's enough said. It doesn't have to be pretty and perfect and professional, but, hey, does the shelf hold books? Absolutely it holds books. You know? <laughs> is, the, is the cot leg perhaps exactly what it was when it came out of the, uh, the manufacturing plant? You know, probably not. But does it stand? Does it hold? Will it hold weight? Absolutely it will. So, you know, it's it serves the idea, the, you know, the blender. Yeah, I mean, maybe it doesn't work for food anymore, but it does exactly <laughs> what it needs for pulping cotton. <laughs> so, you know. You're so smart. I am. I am you know, and, and then and then let's not even get started on my Hollander beater. All right, oh we got started God, on my no, Hollander no, beater. started on my Hollander beater. Oh, my God. It took you so long. Oh, my God. Oh wow! It's but a, it is pretty impressive, like as as makeshift as it is. And when you look at it, you're like, "What is that? <laughs> what am I looking at? What does that do?" You actually put it together bit by bit. I did. You use brackets. Is it brackets? Yep. Um, for like the uh, what do you call it? Like the it's wheel, the drum. The, the drum, drum that spins. Yeah, yeah. that spins and like. Like mashes the cotton together, or pop, does it pop pulps it? So since no one asked, I'm going to explain how a no, holder no, beater works. Now. No, no, don't. So uh, <laughs> just what? that, just that. What's that word? When it is that pulping it? Yeah, it pulps it. Yeah, it squishes it. Squishes it and breaks it apart. Breaks up the cotton. Yeah, it breaks the breaks yeah. the sort of fibers and, and or beats them. It yeah. beats the fibers into like a pulp essentially. Yeah. That's why it's called a beater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it's this just big drum. And it's just like it's made of everything. You put a tarp in there because the waterproof paint didn't work. So you no, just- the waterproof paint just bubbled. It, well, I didn't, I didn't seal it very well. So as soon as I ran, ran water through it, it just all got under it and just bubbled it. <laughs> and then it got into the wood. It looked it like got it, under the paint. It looked like it had hives. <laughs> And then you put tarp in it, and the tarp worked. The tarp worked and fine. My brothers were laughing. Like, I remember Phil looking at it, going, what? <laughs> "Because, oh my god, you could have done this a better way." And you just like, you know, it's like it's the obviously the idea. Like you know how a Hollander beater works. Yeah, right? and I'm sure he could have figured one out too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just so funny because he's like. Oh my god! He was like having he was like glitching because he's like I I can't look at it but I want to fix it so bad <laughs> but I don't know how to fix it but I want to fix it. So like the because like what it does is it, the pulp runs are it's like a big donut 
Mm. It's like a big donut and the you got a water, the water that flows through it in a, I don't know, clockwise or anti-clockwise, depending on where you've put the drum in it. And the you drum the drum spins. Mm-hmm. So, the, the whole thing is it spins and then this, the motion of the drum spinning pushes like almost like a motor, pushes the water, feeds it through around the, the donut. Yeah. And then you put the cotton in it, and the cotton, the fabric, and then that runs through. The water, the current of the water drags the cotton along. And then when it goes under the drum, there's like a base plate. And then the, the gap between the drum and the base plate is so tiny that as it goes through, it gets like pulped it gets beaten like big time now the problem with mine is when you put cotton in there it only the gap is slightly too large so that it breaks it breaks cotton material into individual strands but then it's not it's not narrow enough a gap to pulp the strands into like fluff essentially so i can pulp it to to that strand point and then i have to use the beater to get the rest of it into like a nice (laughs) uh yeah cloudy type texture and then you can make the paper with it but I was because the reason I built that was because especially with rising energy prices and yeah, we're not in our own we're, yeah. we're not in our own place here and I, I didn't I wanted to try and conserve your parents' energy bills so I wasn't just blending all night yeah so I'm like okay I want it was chewing it was chewing the I mean, it would chew, chew the pair. it was a 650 watt blender and if that's going for you know five or six hours or whatever because if I want to make a whole batch of, of sheets for you mm. well then it would sort of have to and if I'm doing that a couple of times a week yeah I'm sure it'd sort of all that up and I wanted to try and minimize that mm. so I'm like okay I want to do this uh, find a way that I can I can beat manually without electricity. And then that was when I'm like, oh, there was an old elliptical machine that was out the back. And I pulled the elliptical machine apart so that I could get the mechanism, the pedals, yeah. the pedals and the, uh, the, the, the gear things, yeah. whatever you call them. And then there's the chain that goes between them and, you know, like a bike, like a general bike mechanism. Bike. And, uh, yeah, so then I, I pretty much pulled that all apart. So I had the frame of the elliptical and then just the pedals. So that spun. And then I had one axle. <laughs> So I just got a threaded bar from Bunnings and I fed that through to what I'd built as the drum. So I, I fed it through into the drum, which was in the in the, the the donut thing I was talking about. And then as you pedal, it spins the drum. I just I just clamped really tightly two <laughs> two nuts on each side of the drum. So I just like sandwiched the drum with with two nuts. And, uh, and it, it did the job. It held. Because for me, I'm like, the, the biggest thing was going to be, all right, this is all well and good. It spins when there's nothing in it. What happens when you put water into it and spin it is the other nuts going to come loose? And they didn't. And then as I put the cotton in it too, I'm like, okay, that's the test. More weight behind yeah. the, the beat. And uh, that, didn't, that didn't come loose then either. So, it actually, it worked. It served the purpose. The idea was served and I was able to beat with, uh, with no electricity. Now, the only downside to that was you had to stand there doing this for... <laughs> You had to pedal the uh, the you had to stand <laughs> the there and, and pedal the elliptical. It was so funny. Because initially yeah, it was so loud as well. I was trying to record next door because our studios are side by side yeah. with like there's like just wood. There's nothing even we don't have doors between us. And I was trying to record something, you just hear <laughs> then you hear this fuck <laughs> every now and then. Because it would like something would break or something like this especially <laughs> the beginning. The way that I had to end up doing it because the <laughs> as I spun the threaded bar, it was cutting into or the bike the bike had two little brackets that the bar slotted into. Yeah. It was initially what the axle slotted into for the wheel when it was an elliptical. Uh, but the bar, the threaded bar was getting cut. It was because yeah. I was pulling on it 
as I'm pedaling, it pulls the bar back yeah, towards you know the down. thing, and it was yeah, it was shearing the the Metal. threaded bar. So I had to then get a whole bunch of like uh, thick cord or cable or whatever and tie oh, it that's right. and then counter <laughs> oh counter pull it like in the opposite direction so i had it looked like webs like orange webs just going all over the place <laughs> so that the bar wouldn't be cut by the fucking elliptical and it was it was a whole thing and then i had to screw i had to use batten screws to then screw the like i put legs on it <laughs> The more I describe this, the more botched it sounds. So once I put water, that's right. When I, when I, once I put water into it, <laughs> once I actually filled it with water, it was leaking. It wasn't fully waterproofed. <laughs> so you were so determined, like so the I had passion, to, the passion so, with because I'd, I'd put legs on it because I had to make sure that the the uh, the thing was up at the <laughs> at the right height so that it was at the same height to where the axle comes through from the elliptical. Because <laughs> if I didn't have legs on it, the bike would be up like I don't know, let's say a foot off the ground, yeah. and then the where the holes were where the where the drum is in the the Hollander beater itself no was yeah probably only twenty centimeters above the ground. So I had to put little legs on it to make up the difference. Anyway, and then when I put the water in it, it was leaking. So I'm like, shit. I'm like, how am I going to fix that? I can't, I have to like pull the whole thing apart and re-silicon it and everything. I couldn't be bothered doing it. I just grabbed an old piece of like laser light roofing and um, I cut it to size. And then I fed that up underneath the, underneath the beater. And then I angled it so that as the water came down <laughs> into it, it ran off nicely off the table and then out, outside the shed. <laughs> it worked. And then I, I screwed it to the thing itself oh, so that it stayed. so much mud <laughs> where you were. It was so funny. Uh, but then over time, as you put cotton through it and it pulped the cotton, uh, the cotton plugged the gaps. <laughs> <laughs> See, it all fixes itself in the end. <laughs> and then when, when I cleaned it, the problem was, right, it, it, once I, when I cleaned it, when I cleaned it, <laughs> when I cleaned it out, then it would start leaking again because the cotton plugs were gone. <laughs> So, yeah, I had this oh, big, no. ugly sort of monstrosity in the end when it came <laughs> It served the purpose, but it was hideous. It was and so there hideous. was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that oh. was uh, that was incredible. What an experience. <laughs> <laughs> it was more than an experience. I don't know what you'd call it. Yeah, because it was really, it, I was so shattered because I'm like, in order for it to properly pulp the cotton how I needed it to, it probably needed a, the the drum only needed to come down like maybe two mil. Yeah. That's it. But like that it, was so much effort. It would have been a lot of effort. Like when you get the you yeah. the legitimate, the proper Hollander beaters, you can adjust if the you drum were selling height. Paper, you probably would have. I probably would have had to. Yeah. With the proper beaters, you can adjust adjust the drum height. Yeah. And so the the gap between the bass plate and the yeah the 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 drum. But for mine, it was fixed because I just drilled two holes in the sides um, of the thing and then sat the drum in the middle of the axle ran through the through the center of all of it. <laughs> so, I'd have to continue hollowing out those holes. Oh but I couldn't do it because in order to support the holes or provide sort of structural integrity to the holes because it was just like, you know, crappy <laughs> pine timber or whatever. And if it was just a spinning axle through it, it would have burnt it and then like the, the, it would have worn through the wood. So, I propped it by putting washers in either side of the on either side of the timber so that the washers held the uh the axle it wasn't just that i was relying on the timber to hold it up mm -hmm. and then i screwed the washers into place and so in order to drop even a couple of mil i would have had to fix that whole thing and it was just oh like it's not happening so i'm just gonna have to beat it to the thread and then i'll beat the thread in the blender 
And um, yeah, I'm really glad that I could talk for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was such an experience. It was. And oh. that was, you know, that was for me, that was unemployment for two or three months, you know. <laughs> it, it's pretty impressive that you actually managed to do all of that. Like in six weeks, you learned how to make paper and pulp it yourself without electricity. That was, it took me six weeks to learn how to make paper. And then it was another, the next project after oh, that next was after then that was beating it, beating. building the Hollander beater and well, yeah, then because, using it all. Yeah, yeah, everything was going up and it was like, yeah. Honestly, times. it was probably two or three months that I was doing that for, mm. I think. Maybe two months, so let's Did say. We, we weren't podcasting, were we? No, nah, no. Nah, I think I'd stopped After. pretty much by the time we podcasted. Yeah. yeah, by August. I started in April because it was around your mum's birthday and Easter time. Yeah. And then I think it probably went until July-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. That was really funny. Because then by the time we started podcasting, I was already moving into your shed more, I think, yeah. into your side, uh, working on the computer. Like hanging and, out, yeah. Uh, I started like, can I sit in here and read? Yeah, can like I read. read and then that's when I was getting into the, the writing a little bit too, I think. Yeah. So, looking at what I could It's just so crazy oh, to think yeah. back on that time and be like, what the heck is the way out? You know, how are we going to... How are we going to move through this and, and actually succeed at something? And, and we were t- talking about moving to Sydney. Yeah, know? we were. We were... Because we'd met a really awesome dude who owned a business in, yeah. in Sydney. And so, we we were trying to figure out a way to come up with, I think it was $10,000 we'd sort of set for ourselves. We didn't share any of the details of that at the time, but we no. decided that. He said in order to get a place up here, obviously, you need first month's rent and the bond, which yeah. is pretty much the first month's rent. And then he goes, I can set you up for jobs and anything like that. He's like, you just got to get up here. And we're like, we'll double that So because we've obviously got to shift all our things up there. Yeah. So, that's going to cost money and then to sort of settle us in. So, we were like, we need to come up with ten grand so we can move to, uh, to Sydney. And that never materialized, obviously, because we're still here. But- <laughs> Obviously, the baby came along and we shifted into gear and we actually managed to secure a few things for ourselves, including the house. Yeah. And uh, so, I I worked through on our budget. I've completely, I've put everything onto the one spreadsheet now. So, the new one that I created that I'm now working, using, I'm using with clients now, mm-hmm. I've finally moved all of our financial stuff onto that one spreadsheet. So, because it was still, it was a kind of mix of the old and the new for me with that. Because I'm like, I just, I couldn't be bothered. I knew it was going to take it. I had to sit here and like, figure, like, fill the whole spreadsheet out, sort of as new with yeah. all of our, all of our expenses on the one thing. Because the way it was done before was, I just had a sum of money that was coming off the new spreadsheet, and yeah. I was transferring that in the bank account. But that was that sum of money then got recorded for our individual expenses uh, on a different spreadsheet. I see. I already th- I thought you already put all of this stuff on there. No. So when you said it the other day, I'm like, why don't you just put it all? Yeah, you know, I just use the spreadsheet that you're actually promoting. Yeah. So I mean, I was already I was using it. that. I was yeah. using that. I was just using for our like individual expenses, like subscriptions yeah. and car stuff. That was on it. That was on the it's old on spreadsheet number. on my old system. Yeah. The new one was it was more so like our joint expenses together, like food, spending, the animals, uh, like petrol, those those kinds of expenses where we both it'd be handy if we both had access to the same account. So because we have a joint account, that was I was tracking more so that and the savings that we were doing. So. I wasn't tracking on that spreadsheet our individual subscriptions and car stuff. Yeah, right. right. Um, <clears throat> but now I've put them all onto the one spreadsheet and away we go. So, it's sort of a bit easier to plan and I've sort of organized the budget in such a way that, yeah, by the time we move, uh, you know, we'll have a certain amount of money for everything, for the for the move itself, for the, for the veggie plants, for the baby, for the uh, cleaning products that we want to buy as well. Yeah. So... It's, it's been good to sort of put all that information there in front. 
in front of me like that. And uh, yeah, it's, it's exciting just to go. It's, it, that also helped me then go, okay, what's the situation? How am I going to be able to make the move work and also paying rent work with the midwives? Because the midwives yeah. cost money. So, putting it all in front of me like that helped me plan what date, like by what date am I actually going to be fine? Is it going to be financially viable? In terms of all all the things that we have to pay, yeah. uh, what's going to be when's it going to be financially viable for us to actually move in? And so I actually was able to plan that out and get us a date, which more or less coincides anyway with when the house is actually available for yeah, us, awesome. which is really cool. Yeah. So even if the house came available earlier financially, we wouldn't really be able to do it for you know another week or two. But I think it's all going to work out pretty well. And yeah, I mean, it has sort of been a thing for us. Like there's things that we are going to have to pay for, like a table. Yeah. Like a pram for the baby. Yeah. And we'd be able to make it work, obviously, if we had to. Yeah. But. We've saved money. We've been able to save money in certain areas, which has been fantastic. Yeah. And it's been amazing quality stuff that we've still gotten. Really, really so good. So, really yeah. grateful. Yeah, I'm trying to, when we do kind of manifest, I'm like, I don't want the cheapest and the shittest, like, anymore. Like, before we kind of just settled, we're like, no, and anything will do. And I just hated the furniture. I don't hate it, but it was like, this isn't us. But now I'm like, let's upgrade a bit. Let's upgrade to better quality second, you know, secondhand stuff, mm. which we got. And the pram isn't even bloody used. Yeah. It's brand new. The table is perfectly good. I don't think, I think they've used it a little bit, but it's just been sitting out. They've just covered it outside. It's just been sitting there. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I'm thinking with, with the dining chairs, the same thing. I'm like, let's get decent dining chairs that actually match the table and are awesome, you know trying to actually create our own style hmm. with it. And then because uh, even when the pram came, I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, it, it's good because it's, you know, it's all, it was all black originally, that set. And I'm like, yeah, it'll do. Like black, it's all, you know, you don't get, you don't see all the dirt and all of that. You don't see all the Also grime. beggars can't be choosers. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> and I'm like, for, for, that, for that price, oh, my gosh, yes, absolutely. And then she, she came, she goes, that one sold. And the prettier one that she sent, I was like, oh, my God, was available. She goes, oh, my gosh, we've got another one available. And it is so pretty, brand new. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is beautiful. Because I really wanted a good-looking pram. I didn't want one that had been so used that, you know. I didn't, was, I didn't, yeah. Collapse was imminent. Yeah. It's just people right, walking like, oh, along one day. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want uh, – like of course I'm happy to reuse things, but reuse things that haven't like have only been worn a few times that have actually been taken care of and loved, you know. So even the the portable cot, it's in perfect condition because they couldn't use it because it broke very early on. So they never use it. It's beautiful as well. It's such a cool little little cot and it's good looking as well. So I'm like, yeah, I want to keep that up. I want to keep that aesthetic. Like I want to keep the aesthetics high and high luxury. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it's possible. Well, I think we'll probably also make a trip to Ikea as well because we are going to have to deck out a little bit the the kids' room, but Mm -hmm. also if we need some other things for ourselves too, like shelving and and that kind of thing. I think we're all right for the time being, especially because we got rid of a whole bunch of our clothes. There's also shelving in the the cupboards. There was also cupboards in in the rooms already. So that's what we'll see. Oh, I, I don't know how filled out they're going to be. Like, if there's going to be drawers in there or shelving, or if it's just going to be the the top yeah. shelf in the wardrobe with a bar that to hang your clothes on. Yeah, I'm not too sure. So we'll see yeah, today. We'll see today. We'll see when we rock yeah. in. Because I know that we've got a walk-in wardrobe, and there's like an extra shelf being put in or something. So we will we'll have enough. And I'm just I'm really excited to create a podcast studio. Yeah, I'm really keen for that. 
I don't know which one it's going to be. Yeah, it'll be one of the upstairs room rooms. I'll have to, yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited. I'm really keen for that. I'm, it'll make me very chuffed to have a proper setup and then we can... The thing is, like, we'll be able to probably... We'll be able to change the camera angles more. So you can actually have something behind each of us that it's not just, uh, you know, white walls in the corner. Because obviously, there's only so much we can do. Yeah. So, and we can perhaps do it in a bit more of a professional way anyway. Yeah, currently, the computer, which is recording me... Yeah is sitting on top of an ottoman, which is sitting on top of the corner of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, uh, <laughs> uh, your, your phone's on a little ring light that doesn't work anymore. Yep. That's sitting on top of a pile of books on top of a stool <laughs> in the corner. You know? So, it's so like, and we're working with the angles that we've got, like, yeah. this is just the best angles we could sort of get yeah. for each other. You know, we might be able to do cameras that are more around so that we're more front on with with the uh you know whatnot so we can see the behind what's behind each of us yeah. a bit better and you know you can set up what you want behind you you can do a whole bunch of I know, greenery is, and i can't i can't handle it. i put the art up there just to make it more interesting because i'm like this is so boring the tv yeah yeah we need a new tv because this isn't ours ours broke yeah i mean we'll probably have to use that for the time being but yeah it would be nice to have a new one too because they're really affordable now we went to jb i'm like wow actually, yeah so affordable for a decent so, yeah, so I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens once we move in. Obviously, we'll be able to take stock and go. This yeah. is this is sort of what we need. Yeah. So. <laughs> Mum has just said it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. Oh, Day, it is honey. Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, happy no, happy Valentine's, happy Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah, nice. I don't think I've observed a single Valentine's Day ever in my life. Uh, we did. Did we? Uh, yep. Yeah. Once. Was it the first year? No, the well, the first full year we were with each other. So not. The, when we began dating, it was the year after, we went to Woodlands. I remember I wore there's those white overalls that we went to and we sat under this tree. How do you remember um, what you wore? Because I didn't like it and I've only worn those like twice. And we made out a little bit and that was really nice. Uh, but then I don't think we did anything after that. I think after that we're just like, oh, love you. I don't know. It's just uh, it's just one of those, one of those days where I, I – I kind I mean, of subscribe to that kind of generic view that's like it's just every kind of day should be sort of like But that. it's nice that there's a big <laughs> day where we can celebrate love. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I know like what you mean. I'd rather have a day for love rather than like war or like a like you know we've got like obviously like Remembrance Day and all of that. But it's oh, you want to abolish Remembrance no, Day? No, I'm not saying that. At <laughs> all. No, I'm just saying like we've got these the these momentous you know the days that we've got yeah. for for th like things that like tragically happened or you know like revolution things like all that kind of stuff and like it's nice to have one for love. Isn't that just so nice? I mean, it's yes, it's totally just like over overdone and very overpriced like i'm not going to go out today and buy anything because it's it's everything's going to be for valentine's day no valentine's day oh. i just wanted to say because yeah. it's, it's 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 there's an element of the overpricing which is potentially gouging but then also yes. think of just about it from a basic economic supply and demand perspective if you're pumping this holiday as being well what you should do what the you know the culturally appropriate thing to do is go out and buy flowers for your loved one well that's going to drastically increase the demand for flowers totally. so that drastic increase yeah. in demand is going to you know that that could be put 
uh, strain on the existing supply. I understand. And so even if you get a whole bunch of flowers in, there's still going to be a, a significant amount. So the only way that you can cater to that increased demand mm-hmm. is to increase the prices. It's just basic economics. So, yeah, I yes, I mean, there could be an element of gouging, but yeah, the prices are actually like going to go up. Flowers and all that, yes, the, that classic stuff. But then there's like all those elements where they started making soft toys and they started making yeah. all these other kind of like little mm. trinkets that you're just going to throw out anyway eventually. Because yeah, it, yeah, it seems <laughs> relatively arbitrary. Those those other kind of you know yeah. nice things to chuck in. That that's those things like the flowers. Obviously, you know, like it's always nice to kind of get roses. And actually, I, I don't really like receiving flowers. I remember I got um, from uh, an ex fling. Uh, he tried to like make up for what like he screwed up for with flowers. And I was like, that's just like the the worst thing you should do. Mm. Don't give a girl flowers to say I'm sorry. You just don't do that for, mm. and I, I'm pretty sure I let them die. <laughs> so dark. <laughs> or I gave them to Mama. I go, you can have them. And she's like, what are they? I go, it doesn't matter. Just you can have them here. Yeah. Mm. You can have my sorry flowers. Well, I just think it's pathetic. Like have a have a conversation. I don't know if I've ever got new flowers. No. I think I had to ask you once to get me flowers and mm. I don't think you got me flowers and you got me something else or didn't at all. I'm more of a quality time yeah. type uh, type guy. It's funny because it's like I'd, I'd like something but, mm. yeah, I don't want to tell you. That's because you're I a material want- girl. <laughs> Living in a material world. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's like it'd be nice to get something. But I don't want to tell you. Like I knew when the the engagement ring, when you were going to propose. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. We we've talked about that, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need to relitigate that. That's <laughs> another one of your classic um, figure outer figure outering. <laughs> yeah, it's you know sometimes it doesn't go according to plan. No. Sometimes there isn't even a plan, so there's nothing I was like, to go this according one to. One time I go, don't tell me when you're going to tell my like give uh, talk to my parents and you know ask for their permission. You told me pretty much immediately after that was still in the house when you told me like I didn't I, I didn't asked, know the etiquette. I just asked your mum if I could marry you. I was like, you're not supposed to tell me that. I'm like, oh my gosh, how many times am I supposed to tell? Like just one thing. <laughs> This one thing, just keep it to yourself. I, I just didn't know what the etiquette was around yeah, all that kind of stuff because I just oh. didn't come from that type of traditional background. And then I'm like, oh, well, you didn't send the ring um, to our place. Yes, we've already spoken about this. We don't need to go back into it. <laughs> like surely you would have just sent it to my parents' place. No, nah. so, saw the saw the postie and hold a little box up. I'm like, it's the ring. And he's not going to be able to hold on to that for long. And then we're like, oh, no, let's – Okay, we've done pilot. this. We've talked about <laughs> this already. Again, let's not – Let's talk instead about uh, you being a counsellor. No. <laughs> no, thanks. Why not? Why not? I don't know. So, you did, you did a counselling course. Began, yes. You began a counselling course before. We finished paying that off during the pandemic, like in 2021 or yeah, something. Yeah, it was when we first started dating. Um, I think it was when we first properly started dating. So, after when we broke up and then got back together, that, for that first little... Because you were, I think you were here. You came and lived with us. I'm yeah, sure. I did we, we come went, and live, but I don't know if it's that. That's what I'm happened. Pro- I think have. it was that time. It yeah, is sure. Then, so and I began a counselling course because my sister was doing it. And was raving. She goes, "Oh my god, you'd be such a good counsellor." And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Because I was again trying to find my purpose, 
classic <laughs> and figuring out what I don't know what I'm good at and she said you're so good with people you're so good at that kind of stuff and you're doing it for yourself anyway like have a look and see and then as I was reading I'm like yeah it could be it'd be great then I started it and I'm it kind of set me back to uh like school like learning and how horrible my like I hated I hated school because I didn't feel smart because I couldn't kind of pick up information the classic academic way, like just by reading and writing and there was I needed things to be a little bit more interactive. And, yeah, so I felt very stupid in school. And then this, as I was doing, I'm like, I think the same thing kind of happened. But I also wasn't ready. I hadn't had the life experience to really uh, value what a counsellor does. Mm. And now, obviously, you know, I feel like I just do it naturally. I think I just have a natural ability to do it. So, well, you've been through you've been through a fair bit in yourself since then. I mean, you've been through a fair bit for a long time, but <clears throat> perhaps it's different. It was different this time because maybe the situation, maybe my influence as well, perhaps changed the way that you viewed what you're going through yeah. and what we've what we've got, gone through up until this point. What I'm asking you to do right now for me and employing you to fill that type Coach. of role, mm. uh, maybe that's helped to sort of bring you back to this as potentially an avenue for going forward, mm. an avenue for you. Now, <clears throat> you've you paid it off. You paid the course off because it yeah. was it was something five, that you started grand. and then you just pay it off in like fortnightly installments or whatever. Mm. Yeah, we paid that off years ago now. And yeah. I think the course is available for like 10 years, right? Yeah, well, I paid it, yeah. So, you do it at your own pace. Why Why ultimately did you did you start it? Or did you say yes to it for you? Um, well, I was, again, like wanting to know what my purpose was and I didn't trust myself to figure it out. So I was like, well, I've been working with my sister a lot on myself. Like she, we went to Tony Robbins together. We were kind of doing the same personal development stuff. So I was like, she knows me. I spent spending a lot of time with her. I went to the island a lot. That's where she lives. And she, um, yeah, like we were vibing with the personal development and counseling and actually both my sisters did counseling and I was like I, like I didn't I was like oh maybe it is just in the family and we're all really just really naturally good at it and but they both do different um kind of counseling to me I think my older sister now she's more in management and um my other sister she does like she's she's actually got clients occasionally uh, but she still has a totally different um, way of going about it. She's got like this. Does she applies like her physical, what she loves, and her method, her own method. Mm. So she's like, just do it, and then you can be any kind of, and then you can make it yours after. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't really have the patience, or I didn't really know. Probably I didn't trust myself with you know with that because I again didn't really know what my style was. I didn't know how who I wanted to help and who I was for and all of that and I know that now I can understand that that kind of happens slowly and it happens as you continue to work with people and you adapt and you change kind of like what you were going through yeah with osteo with osteo yeah but also with um what you're going to do what you're doing now with the financial oh yeah 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 process with clients who your client is you're honing it down more and more and that happens that I wasn't passionate enough for it. It's why I thought that my style would be with more energy healing and uh, like that kind of area. And I was going down. That's why I went down that area. I'm trying to apply that with it. But I got so I got so focused on that that I stopped the counselling 
because I was like, I don't, I can't be bothered. Like all the, like I didn't really agree with all the, um, uh, all the things I was learning, like through counselling. Like we thought, like with the answers, the questions and answers, and they the methods, the and, methods. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I just don't, you know. But Nudge goes, it's not about that. You make it your own. You just want the paper so you can say you are a counsellor, and then that's just part of your resume, and you then you can adapt and transform and change it to. You. But I didn't know who I was. So I think it was just that lack of knowing who I really wanted to be as a as a healer, as a leader, as a counsellor, as a whatever. So I think that's why I stopped because I just didn't have faith in myself. Because if you kind of think about everything that you've done even since then, a lot of it's been tailored towards that same, the same outcomes that you would have as a counsellor. Yeah. So when you went right into the energy stuff, you're still looking at ways that you can help lift people out of their funk type thing because that's what you'd had direct experience with yourself with of being depressed and being in those you know pretty pretty horrible head spaces yeah and so the energy healing was yeah it was about obviously uh, the physical component to it like you know helping people with physical issues but also empowering them and putting them in a better state of mind mm-hmm. so that they can sort of take charge of their life a little bit more and feel better in their life yeah. you know even the art that you were producing it was it was for yourself to get through what you were going through but yeah. you were also hoping that you could produce it to to provide the same outcome for people as well yeah. they could hold it they could resonate with something with it and it could help them through a, you know a particular difficulty that they were experiencing yeah. so it's kind of like everything that you were doing in the meantime or since is ultimately tailored towards the same the same sort of outcome. Mm. The wall, I think, that you hit predominantly when it came to the energy healing, I mean, it probably turned into, you know, it's just not for you or it wasn't something that was sustainable or you didn't have the ability to pursue it because perhaps you lost motivation or inspiration with it. Oh, sorry, and the same thing with the astrology and the, the tarot stuff. That's all tailored towards the same kind yeah. of thing. But for you, I think a lot of it came down to a lack of financial resources to be able to really follow through on them. You did a lot of free stuff and you learn a whole lot. Yeah. You learn a whole lot about everything uh, for, for free, but you didn't. we didn't have the ability to follow up and do any sort of online courses mm. or, or take your education to the next level, next level. with that. So, it kind of just paid it out too yeah. for that reason. But with the counselling, you've got the full course that is fully paid off already. Yeah. So, it's kind of like going along the you have everything you need kind of vein. If, you know, if that is an area that you do constantly sort of continue turning towards, then perhaps you have everything you need. Maybe it is something that is there for you. And especially while you have this time, while I'm the one that's that's working and, you know, supporting us financially, you have the extra time. Mm-hmm. Perhaps it is something that you could potentially fill, fill it with. Yep. And uh, uh, also, as we said at the end of the last episode, you, you're incredibly empathic. And you have, a, you have an ability to listen and also take necessary pieces of information from what you're hearing. And that's a skill that not many people have. I don't know if I have that skill. See, for me, you, you're, you seem to be able to do it as you're going. You seem to be able to filter what's necessary as you're listening. For me, I'll take it all on and then I need to go away with it and then I need to sift through it. Right. I, I, I'm not very great at doing it on the go. Yeah. So, it's, it's something that I, I definitely... I'd be curious or interested to to see if you do sort of end up going back in that direction. Yeah. I think it's that schooling thing as well. Like I I really struggled to learn that kind of stuff, like academic thing, science-y, um, psych- like psych- psychology and all of that. It was like out of my wheelhouse and that kind of thing. And I still tell myself, which is not a good habit, that, you know, I – 
I'm never going to understand, you know, the mechanism of the mind and the brain and the body and all of that and the anatomy and because I feel like it's for someone else, for like another, a certain uh, person who can actually take in that information. I know it's stupid, but like, I don't know, I think it's, it's obviously something happened in <laughs> through schooling where I was just totally blocked. Maybe it was just me. It didn't, probably wasn't about some, anyone else. It was probably about me going, I'm just not like that. I just won't ever understand that and that's okay. I've like settled to kind of, I've just, like, yeah, just kind of left it there. But And it's interesting because even when I was doing theatre, she was talking about, oh, my stomach's growling. Um when I was doing theatre, I was learning about the nervous system and the energetics of the body. And I was I learned it pretty uh, pretty quickly because I was writing down all these notes and I found it fascinating. But there was still a part of me that was like, you're never gonna you're never gonna get all of this. Like actually uh, like remember all of this. It's like, well, yeah, if you learn it once, of course you're not gonna just all of a sudden know it. Mm. You gotta constantly, you know, you know, uh, apply, uh, apply different method, learning methods in order to take in that information. Like I was doing um, memory, uh, memory, <laughs> it's ironic that I can't think of the word, uh, memory techniques or Yeah, memory? something like that. Yeah. I remember you were learning how to improve your memory. Improve your memory. So when I was at Hungry Fox at the cafe, I would re- try to find ways to remember people's name, um, the uh, customers' names. And it was really interesting because they would be like, how do you remember? You only saw me once. I go, yeah, because I used a particular method. I'm like, I'm just so good, you know. <laughs> I didn't explain it. <laughs> but it was it really worked and that helped because there's an image to it. In my mind, that's how I can kind of function. That's how I work and remember things if I use those visuals. It, it did take a lot of effort though. It wasn't like that was just names. <laughs> it was just like pure names. Remembering something else, it's like you have to create a whole scenario and world in your head in order to memorize like mm. you go through a, a house, you create a house and then you go into the first room and in the first room that which will have uh, a, like a, what is it? Like a section of what you want to learn or you'd have it on the door. You'd go into the door and you'd see all this stuff. Like also, okay, we'll do a shopping list, for example. So you go into the house and you walk through the house. So if you need butter, you go into the first room, which says, I don't know, say, uh, uh, um, shopping items. Shopping, no, um, like dairy. Right. So you'd go in and you'd see like a cow for milk, you know, and it like the milk coming out from the teat the teats and then it's on the floor and then it turns into butter so you've got milk and butter and then you go and it like flows out you fall into the next room and there's chickens with the eggs and then the eggs break and then uh, a dog comes and like eats it and then something else happens and like you you create a whole story (laughs) to remember the items on the list and you go through the house as you're going through the shop so you don't have to write everything down all the time or put pull your phone out so as you're going through the shopping center as you you can actually or the grocery store you can remember all of that yeah 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 and you use that for anything you can use that for remembering the timelines of history and historic events you can use it for learning what you're learning so like with counseling i could probably apply that same logic to that so there's all these i think uh you were learning theta and all the energy stuff really well Mm. very in depth because you were applying it to yourself right then and there as you were reading it you'd put the book down and do if it said you know do this activity or whatever or even if you just read something that inspired you you'd put it down and you'd follow it through you'd learn it for yourself and in that way you got really proficient really really quickly with a lot of it and i think that's 
it's because you saw the relevance of it to you and you saw what it could do. I was genuinely interested in it. As and well. you were genuinely interested in it. And so you really wanted to learn it and you learned it. Yeah. So it's not that you have an inability to learn something, mm. you know, perhaps because you were doing it in a, you know, in an environment away from academia, mm. perhaps you felt more comfortable with it. And the fact that the counseling thing is, yeah. because the counseling thing is sort of back in that online academic environment. And the fact that it's an online course yeah. is, is probably, it's better than the fact that you'd have to go in face to face. You could be sitting in here, you could be doing it in any sort of environment that you want to create for yourself around it. And it ultimately absolutely would become relevant. Yeah, it might be perhaps learning stuff that's not in the particular field or or presented in the way that you'd appreciate. Yeah. But I think you'd you'd be fantastic at taking the elements from it and learning from it. There is no 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 doubt in my mind that you'd be able to do something with this. Mm-hmm. And even if it is just to get the the initials at the start of your name or whatever, you know, to then actually be able to do something like this. Legit, it, op- it definitely would open up a few avenues because it's like if you're really good at coaching and guiding, then this would be an excellent sort of entry into that sort into that mm-hmm. field. Plus, it would you know give you resources and p- potentially connections, yeah, as well. You know, yeah, absolutely, I agree. I think it's the um, as well doing the practicals. I think that was probably one of the things that I hated the most at school. So the theory I got down pat. I could I could finish all the theory all the practicals when you had to actually like be there with the um, with the assessor or like I hated doing oral presentations. I hated doing those things where you, like they were looking at you. I totally blank. Yeah, it's not comfortable. And all that. No, it's not comfortable at all. And that, w- that was a, a lot of the time um, that was probably my biggest issue. And when there was like practicals in the counselling thing, I'm like, fuck, like oh, I don't want to, you know. Cause that it- just sounds like general fear. Yeah, I know it is, but there's like there's trauma behind it too. There's a lot of a lot of memories that I have at school where I just I don't know I was so humiliated when um like in public I got in front of this class from my teachers I was humiliated, and then there was other times where I'm like I don't even trust that I can do it. I ended up didn't not even doing them because like somehow finding a way out. Because I just could, I just hated being laughed at or, you know, l- looked stupid pretty much. So there was no confidence there. There was no confidence building there. And I know that's in the past, and I know that's not here, and I know it's different. I was going to actually say, what uh, what perhaps do you think this podcast has given you relative to that, Jermaine, to that particular thing? Um, well. Because we, we sit down here, you know, it was every day of the week mm. and then it was five days and now it's three days a week. But we sit down here and we have these conversations and we have to keep them going, right? Yeah. We have to sit here for a whole hour and, and have a conversation that doesn't isn't gappy or, or awkward to sort of listen to. We have to continue the flow happening. Yeah. So do you feel as though you've perhaps improved in your ability to speak as a result of, you know, the podcast that we've oh, been doing? Oh, for sure. I mean, you hear the, the first few and you're like, yeah. You're but do you, do you think that that could be a relevant crossover into something like how you'd present uh, for a practical well, examination? I'm not being assessed like right now. Like you're not assessing me. No, but, uh, but the audience would be. Yeah, but not in the same way. I don't get a grade at the end of it. Or if they comment, or they if they, well, exactly you know, right. It's it's well, other yeah. metrics. It's still it's still totally. Being you know, assessed. I get it. Yeah. yeah, it's just like that kind of thing. Like, I I'm, I don't have the same response if someone has like if if someone makes a comment, we get that bad feedback or whatever for whatever reason. It's 
I, I think I, I'm probably stronger now to take it, being like, well, it's not my problem. Because I, I understand that someone else's problem or uh, uh, low-grade, <laughs> now I'm talking about it, is not about me. It's, it's theirs. Like if you've got a problem with someone, it's obviously your problem. You've got an issue with something. that You've got an issue. You have it. It's not them mm. that have the issue. You've still got an issue that they've got an issue. Like it's still yours to be responsible for. So applying that to that uh, to the practicals in the course could absolutely help. Yeah. And I probably have. That's why I said like the – well, it was about, it's been about five years, I would say, yeah. since I stopped or for – because you were still doing osteo. That's what I remember. I think that's why it's in the first year because you was you went to when you started, not when you stopped. You stopped in twenty twenty one. I'm pretty sure we were in Bacchus Marsh. Okay. Um. There you go. But that's still like I think. I forgot what I was going to say. It's been five years since you started. It's gone. Okay. <laughs> do you, is at this point in time when I say I like, do counselling, like, no, I don't want to talk about it. Is it? Because you perhaps feel like that is something that's genuinely viable, and there's a fear holding you back, and it's bringing up all these reasons as to why it's not viable for you at this point. Like, yeah, it could be. Is it fear? Of course, it's fear. <laughs> but like, what kind of fear? Yeah, is, I don't know. Is it there's, the fear of the assessment? It's like the it? old. Yeah, it's the old. It's the old fear, which I'm. That's why I'm like, I just need that time. Yeah. So we, when it comes to fear, like when when someone else is in fear, and I can talk, like it's not mine, so I can detach and I can yeah. kick out. It's a lot but easier to provide advice to someone to, else absolutely. than to follow yourself. Instead, for me, I need that time to kind of see. That's why I'm like, I'm not ready to to discuss it because I need to work out what it is that because that was a huge bombshell. That wasn't something that like we just that we're like, oh, well, maybe like maybe it's the counselling, so maybe be a counsellor, and it. It's like, and that's it. It's like, no, no, there was a lot of weight behind that. And, you know, had kind of a, and it's ridiculous, but there, there is a lot of weight behind it. Yeah. And I need to find out exactly what I'm afraid of so that I can end it. <laughs> it's not, I don't laugh because it's, because it's like ridiculous or the weight thing. I and mean, it's just the fact that everything <laughs> since, everything since that you've been doing has essentially been tailored in the same direction. And going, how can you, how can you get some level of qualification in that thing? I can't afford it. What about that thing? Can't afford it. How do you improve your knowledge or education in this area? Can't afford it. And it's like the whole, <clears throat> the outcomes of all those, yeah, they're perhaps more esoteric or alternative, but the outcomes that you're working towards essentially would be the same. And it's like the whole time you've been just going off on all these different different areas and we c- comes back to the whole you're really good at empathizing relating <laughs> to and providing guidance for yeah. someone and, and what is yeah you push all those together and it's like counseling and it's like you've already paid a course <laughs> you've already paid for one you already started one and it's still available yeah. you just have to sign back into it yeah you know and it's just it's just that's why i love just to come back because it's it's been it's been such a such a whirlwind since then yeah all these different but interests necessary because um when i was first doing it i could not i really struggled to find or figure out how i was going to make it my own and i was also not yeah, I, was, I wasn't hot on doing the practicals. I was really trying to avoid them. Hmm. And I'm like, well, I need to gain confidence in myself. I need to trust myself more. I need to there, there, I need to understand this in a, in ex, uh, as experience. I need to actually experience something or Maya. Yeah. Um, I need to actually experience my all of this, whatever this is, like these things that I'm learning 
in a way that I because I put it I put it out there in the universe saying I need to know I want to know how I can make it my own. As soon as I did that, of course, everything started coming. Theta started. Theta came. Uh, astrology, human design, tarot, and God knows everything else in between. Mm. All those little things that it's like all of it just came, came instantly. Mm. And of course, that so, excited me so much. And obviously, I'm not very good at multitasking, so I needed to do one thing at a time. Uh, but I went from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. Now I have a pretty good idea. I have all these tools now to probably, uh, like, and now I'm also ready to go back to counseling because I see purpose. I see the meaning of it. If I hadn't, if I had kept going, I probably wouldn't have kept going. I probably would have stopped. Yeah, I don't think you would have done anything differently necessarily. But it no. does seem like you've come back around to a point. And like you said, you've now got all these tools. You've now got a better idea of who you would be as a counselor. counselor. You'd actually have a kind of an angle. But I also don't, wouldn't feel like a fraud, Mm -hmm. like in uh, doing the counseling course, I wouldn't feel like I'm just doing it just to finish it. It's just finish it, just finish it, just do it. I'm like, we work very differently. We function very differently. You can just get things done. She did in like six months. I can't believe how quickly she actually did it. But for me, I'm like, it's, I need to know that there is a reason why I'm doing this, that I can't just do something for the sake of doing it. I need to, and I need to feel good doing it and I don't feel good, mm. period. So I, I need to just allow it to come back naturally. And I already, I said that when I actually let it go, I said, I want to come back to this or if I come back to this, it'll, it will be so much sweeter and it will actually have meaning. I will actually, ha- there will be a reason. I will know why I want to do it. And I forgot that I actually said that. And now that it see, these things just, you know. <laughs> well, let's leave it off on that. Yeah. So, very food for thought. Very interesting. I will put the, you know, I'll lean on you a fair bit now off air to get back into this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, it, uh, it's uh, incredible. I'm, I'm, see where this goes. Yeah. See what happens from here. Yeah. Okay. If you enjoyed the conversation today, please give it a like, uh, subscribe to whatever wherever you're listening to this on mm-hmm. share it around with uh with anyone your friends family all that kind of stuff if you think anyone would get any value out of the conversations that we have kind of i know it's a bit of a whirlwind we talk about a whole bunch of different stuff and it can be a bit of funny nothingness at the start mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden we get quite deep and serious at the end but <laughs> i like to try and we like to try and keep as as uh, as aware as possible about what's mm-hmm. happening and try and do a bit of an, an, an analysis on where we're at and yeah. try and hopefully you know find a bit of uh, substance in the experience that we're having currently, but also creating the substance in what the experiences that we've had by retro retrospectively observing them and going, wow, this is what we took from all that. Yeah. So I guess that's what we're ultimately trying to to do and build with this podcast. And, and uh, if you, it's something you really appreciate and you think that anyone else might appreciate too, yeah, share it around with them. That'd be great. Amazing. If you want to get in touch with us and either continue up a thread here or if you want to add your own two cents or anything like that, provide any feedback. Uh, the email address for the show is itppc at protonmail.com. Uh, you can DM me at, uh, on Instagram at logan.d.gray and you can be DM'd on Instagram at user.gray. I'll just finish it then. Yeah, well, you said it yesterday. <laughs> I was like, just finish it off. Yeah, yeah user.gray. User. The those uh, that information's all in the description. So check that out if you're interested. And uh, anything else you want to add? Well, I love you. And I love you. And let's have a blessed day. And yes. I can actually say that honestly now because it is the morning, and yeah. so we can go forward with the day. <laughs> We're right. not saying it at ten o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> for those that are listening at six a.m. Yeah, for their day. But yes, yes, everyone, let's have a blessed day. Oh, let's have it.